the moment that you go into a conversation with the goal of being right and not to listen, you might as well just start the conversation off with fuck you. The most successful influencers in the world have unspoken strategies to achieve constant success on social media. This podcast, Influencer Secrets, is my attempt at sharing the lessons I've learned from going from zero followers and broke to over 6 million followers across all my social media platforms with multiple six figures in annual income. I also plan to take you guys on my journey of building Asa, my influencer agency. My hope is that you use these lessons to grow your own social media presence. And maybe one day soon, you come work with me at Asa so I can help you turn your social media journey into a lucrative career. I hope you share and enjoy. In this episode, I will not only be talking about how you can fix problems with business partners or employees, but also how you can fix problems in existing relationships right now. Understanding how to deal with problems and people is the most important trait that you will ever have as someone who is looking to build a business or simply maintain healthy relationships. This podcast is especially important for those who want to become social media influencers and aim to build out a social media team. If you do not know who I am, my name is Cole Gonzalez, otherwise known as Cold on social media, and I have over 6.3 million followers across all my social media platforms. I'm the CEO of Asa, my influencer agency, and I am currently building out the largest influencer army in the world in the Cole World Army Discord. So make sure that you join the Discord using the link below. There's lots of things that I'm working on, and I cannot share too much now, but just know that there's going to be many opportunities or all the individuals in that Discord in the near future. We have all been in a position in life where there is either a problem with our employees, our coworkers, our friends, or even our family. And we are not sure what to do. And before I talk about how we are going to deal with all these problems, I wanted to let you know that a lot of these strategies are from a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. This book definitely falls within my top 10 of books that I've read. I highly recommend that you read it if you're looking to improve upon your emotional intelligence and your ability to deal with people. The most important thing that I've learned is that you cannot condemn or criticize people ever. Even if it makes you upset, the moment that you tie the problem to the person, they will get offended and they will shut you out. You need to be able to separate the problem from the person. For example, let's say that I noticed my editor messed up on this video and he's been messing up a lot lately. While I may think it's lazy, there's absolutely no point in going to my editor and saying you are lazy because that is just going to offend him and make him not want to fix the problem. Instead, we separate the problem from the person. In that case, I would approach my editor and say, hey man, it looks like you've been messing up a lot lately. I didn't know if there was something wrong. This isn't really like you. Is there any reason why you've been messing up much more than you normally would? Like I said, this isn't really like you, so I just wanted to make sure that everything is okay. If you were to approach someone that way, imagine you were at a table with them, and instead of sitting across from them and criticizing them, you guys are both sitting at the same end of the table looking at the problem across the table from you. This is the best way that I can visualize this to you. This is the only way to deal with problems in all relationships. The next thing I recommend you do when you are approaching a problem with a person or assessing a problem with a person is always start with praise. Now that we know the first step of not tying the problem to the person but separating the two, we also have to realize that we need to start with praise. Let me explain what I mean. If you are to go to a friend who is making you upset and the first thing you say is criticize them and talk about the problem, you're starting it off on the wrong foot. Instead, let's say a friend is being cold to you and you don't appreciate how they're treating you. You can approach them and say, hey, I've had an amazing time in this relationship and you've been such an amazing friend to me and I wouldn't trade what we have for the world, but I've noticed that you've been a little bit cold lately. This isn't like you. I just wanted to make sure everything was okay. Notice how I just combined both of those two strategies. 
The first one being separating the problem from the person, saying this isn't like you. The second one, by like I said, starting out with praise. By doing this, you come off way less aggressive. And I could dive into the psychology side of things of why this makes so much sense. But even just hearing it there, you can obviously tell that by starting with praise, it biases the person's brain by first hearing that and not allowing them to put up a guard so you can assess the problem after. And by separating the problem from the person, like we said in that second part of that sentence, you set yourself up for the person to actually open up and tell you what's going on instead of putting up a wall. The next thing that you should be doing is when people do things right, whether it's in relationships or business, you should be giving them sincere praise for their work. This is known as positive reinforcement. B.F. Skinner is a psychologist from the 1900s who's considered the pioneer of positive reinforcement. He studied and developed the theory of operant conditioning, which states that behavior is shaped and maintained by its consequences. Either positive reinforcement, which is rewarding a desired behavior, or negative reinforcement, which is removing an adverse stimulus after a desired behavior. As we already know, because everyone here is at least semi-educated about how social media works, if you've listened to at least one of my podcasts, humans are social beings and everyone just wants to be heard. This can explain why 100,000 people can comment on a social media video knowing very well that probably only the top three to five comments will even ever get looked at. This is why social media is such a massive industry. It is the home of people who want to be heard and praised. If a chick isn't feeling pretty, snap a selfie, put it on her story, gets 10 guys to swipe up, now she feels pretty. If a guy is feeling a little bit down and he posts a shirtless picture of him in the gym and a couple girls DM him, his confidence is back. It's all the same. People just want to be heard, seen, and understood. And if you ignore this part of the human condition when you are assessing problems with individuals, then you're making a huge mistake. And most people won't be able to identify what the problem is with you trying to approach them, but they will feel offended because they won't realize it, but you are not listening. The moment that you go into a conversation with the goal of being right and not to listen, you might as well just start the conversation off with fuck you. Hey, real quick, Coiled Army. You already know I don't run ads and I'm giving away all of my trade secrets on my influencer journey for free. So the one thing I ask of you is if you could please take five seconds to leave a review. Even if you just tap five stars and you hit submit, that's more than enough to help me out. The only way this podcast grows is by word of mouth. And if you're finding value from this podcast, I would really appreciate if you could send it to one of your friends. Imagine how you would feel if they sent this podcast to you and it helped you achieve your dreams of becoming a social media influencer. Now that's friendship. All right, back to the show. One last piece of advice that I have for you is do not give orders and do not demand anything. Instead, lead people to the answer. Ask them, what do you think is best moving forward? How do you think we can solve this problem in the future so it does not happen again? For example, let's say one of my business partners failed to follow through on a financial obligation or tracking some sort of the finances in my business. Instead of saying you suck or anything along those lines, I could start by using the previous strategies and then asking him, Now that we know that this was just a mistake that you didn't mean to make, and it's normally not something that you would do, how do you think we should move forward so we don't have to run into this mistake ever again? That is how I would personally frame it in that situation. And then I have one last little golden nugget for you. One of the problems about bosses and people that are in the authority position in relationships is that they don't make it known that it is also their job in the relationship to provide for the other person whether these are intimate relationships, business relationships, anything. The best relationships that I have found have came from a place of me letting the other person know that I am there to do just as much for them, if not more for them, to make their life easier. Let me explain. 
Imagine if you got hired for a job, if that's something you're looking to do, and the boss told you, listen, I know that you're working for me in the public eye, and typically with these big companies, the bosses are not supposed to do anything, but I want to let you know that you can reach me at any time, and if there's anything that you need from me, please let me know. I'm here to work for you and make your job easier. Imagine if whoever hired you told you that, and that is what I tell people that I hire and that I work with. And that's a theme that is common in my intimate relationships and my close relationships in my real life. If your goal is always to provide as much or more value in the relationship, the other person will always be chasing to try and provide the same amount of value to you. This also creates a very healthy relationship and or work environment because the other person understands and feels that you are willing to put in at least an equal opposite amount of work into the relationship. And one-sided relationships do not exist, in my opinion. I believe that all relationships are transactional. And if you disagree with me, there's probably a high chance that you're in a relationship where you're taking advantage of the other person. Because it only makes sense that if one person is providing more value than the other, then the person who is providing more value will eventually end that relationship. This goes for people that you hire, especially. If someone feels like they're doing everything and they're spreading themselves thin while you just kick your feet up and boss them around, I wouldn't blame them for leaving. So like I said, highly recommend you read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. These are just a few points that I've taken from the book and kind of made them my own and giving you my own examples and my own understanding of what they mean to me. But also understand, as you know, that my reality is different than yours and my perceptions are different than yours, at least for the time being. I'll see you in the next episode.